see something strange. Come with us and you will see. This old town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat. Tell the neighbors come and die of fright. It's our town. Everybody scream. Closer and welcome to Tales of Wales, the pod that never fails. Be a spooky little episode, all in time for All Hallows Eve. And my very own Jack O' Lantern is is old King Cadge himself. Um, (laughs) What's the guy called from Nightmare Before Christmas? Jack Jack Skellington, baby. Oh, my old Jack Skellington. And I'm your little dog. No, I'm that horrible What's this? What's this? It's Frankie over there. (laughs) What's this? What's this? There's Carling in the air. Um, (laughs) I'm like that horrible duck man. He goes, you know, he's always getting poisoned. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I'd love to be Mr. Oogie Boogie. Oh, Mr. Oogie Boogie. He's got all the bangers in that song. He's got mm. an absolute baritone voice. I yeah. Love it. Yeah, no, he is one of the best. Um, well, that was um, impromptu. I, me and Jack always panic doing the intros, but I'm quite happy with that, how that turned out because I just realised we could make this a Halloween episode. Yeah, absolutely. Ready for Spooktober, yeah. as I keep seeing people do. And really annoying because it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. It doesn't stop saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, yeah, I hate that. Um, what, what are your views on Halloween? Oh, you know, I've always been a fan of old Hallows Eve yeah. or uh, Cal and Gayav yeah. in Cal and Gayav, um, That's the Welsh version yeah, for it. And um, that's All Hallows Eve. And yeah, I've always liked it. It was. Um, I used to be a little bit of a puss when I was a baby, right? And uh, as in, like, <laughs> Do you want to explain what that means to the the uh, Sorry, I, I used to be... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it in levels. I was a puss when I was a baby. I was a pussy when I was a kid. I was slightly anxious when I was a young child. There you go. Three yeah. levels of understanding there. Um, so much so... Oh, I wasn't even planning on revealing this, but I, I used to have really bad nightmares when I was a kid. Until my granddad, right? He gave me um, this. Uh, uh, he was into all like American history, and he gave me a, an Indian arrowhead necklace, right? And it's Ooh. made out of like uh, fl- uh, it's like flint or something like that. You know, maybe not flint, but yeah, something anyway, a sharp rock. And he basically, uh, apparently, in Native American culture, they uh, it was a bravery necklace, so it used to make you brave. So he gave me that, and I stopped Aww. having nightmares. So <laughs> I know, sweet old man, sweet old, old man. Will. But also, uh, apparently, it's all bullshit because it applies. Even though I'm not Native American, I've got a single drop of Native American. <laughs> well, you don't know. And you Britain. don't know. Oh, mate, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go back far enough. You, uh, you strike me as the. I'd call you. Uh, um, what, what, what kind of names do they have? Like uh, Sitting Bull. A real uh, a real Geronimo kind of guy. <laughs> <A real laughs> no, no. Uh, so Sitting Bull or uh, Black Elk Speaks, you would be uh, Drunk Oaf Dribbles. That's what your name is. Drinking Can, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking Can, oh, very like good. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I, Rotten Egg. No, that's nothing. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Smelly fuck. Smelly yeah, yeah. Uh, rubbish, uh, rubbish idiot. <laughs> uh, shit, shit podcast has gone on tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Halloween. Do you remember when we had like a birthday? Because my birthday's soon, isn't it? Pembloeth. My 
birthdays in like two weeks it time is, it is um, and because my dog's so fucking shit scared of everything um, I I can't I usually go out we always have like about a big bunch of us go down to Cardiff Devils and we all watch the hockey and we go out for a sesh afterwards yeah. but because of fireworks night because I'm born on fireworks night uh, well around there um there's loads of like. You've always been a fireworks. revolutionary, mate. Even though, even though <laughs> yeah. in the womb you were thinking, I gotta fucking disrupt yeah. the. the yeah, I was like, get or fork himself. But I, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I, I always worry. So we're too worried about leaving her with the fireworks because she fucking hates them. So um, we. I'm going to go to Jack's house this week for my birthday, which is mad. We do too much together. <laughs> we we don't do enough. So on my, my birthday at yours. Um, and um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, do you remember that time when you came up to mine when I was younger with uh, our friends? And my mum put on a Halloween night for my birthday. And we had we uh, went yeah. for a walk up the forest by mine. And... Uh, <laughs> We were terrified, I remember. We were so, it was like a maybe a 10 o'clock walk up the forest, and it's the first thing my dad's ever... Like, my dad is uh, not someone who's ever shown any interest in my life. <laughs> the one time he was made to do something, he had to walk us up the forest in the pitch black. He's a big Halloween head, though. Big <laughs> Halloween head. Like, do anything for Halloween. I don't remember any birthday party, but my mum was too scared. He, so remember she sent him... And he walked up the woods with us, and um, he walked really far ahead, so he didn't have to stand by us. And then that car was in front of him, and it like um, shone, and he looked like an alien, and we had to walk up the yeah, woods. Yeah, like it's a wouldn't thing. it? I bring you love. Uh, is that the love between a man and a woman, or the love of a man for a fine Cuban cigar? <laughs> I bring you love. It's bringing love. Don't let it get away. Break its legs. Yeah, but it was a fun. It was fun. It was fun. I think, wasn't it? I, I remember it being fun. I remember it yeah. with uh, with happiness as opposed to yeah. <laughs> despair yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, just dawned on me now that maybe that's bobbing. Yeah, bobbing for we apples. Do the, did we do the bobbing apples and stuff? Yeah, you know, we, yeah. we loved the classics back then. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. Well, I actually think I love Halloween. This Halloween, I'm, we're, we, I'm having a... We're going to watch... Because Emma's so scared of horrors. Um, her friends are going to come over. I always say her friends. That sounds bad. Our friends are going to come over. <laughs> and we're going to um, we're gonna watch a scary movie one to three. We're going to have a little scary That's movie. excellent. Uh, yeah, because she's too yeah, scared that- to watch horrors. A scary movie is genuinely like I remember thinking it was funny when I was like thirteen. Then there's yeah. a huge gap, a, a dry yeah. spell, if you will, of watching scary <laughs> movie films where I never watched them. And we yeah. watched them not that long ago, maybe like two years yeah. ago together, didn't we? With a few, cats. yeah, I think so. There's yeah. us and a few of the other boys. And my fuck me, the first one it's is good. actually really funny. Yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna give it yeah. a rewatch. So yeah, we're gonna do one to three, and they th- yeah, and we're also gonna play some spooky games because we we do um, board game nights. But we're gonna play one of those games on the PlayStation where you can you can play it together and you pick what way you go. You're like in a lodge. Um, do you know that game? It's like the like, oh, is that the, what's that? Little monsters or something? No, no, no. no you like when so, you like to play? I'm sure you've seen yeah. Play that no, one. that's good. Little nightmares. But this is one where you um you have. You're like a, you can play like lots of different characters, and you, it's kind of like a telltale game where you say, like, "Okay, uh, do I run this way or do I walk that way?" And you can all play it. And oh, different is happen. it uh, until dawn? Yes, that's the one. So yeah, that's our little that's Halloween good. tip. That's good. Give that a go. Yeah, if you yeah. you don't, if you're not you, very... um, pause the game right, and it yeah. goes to like a character menu, and you can see the guy. If you um, tilt their head down with one stick and tilt their eyes yeah. up with another stick, they look like really special. So that, that's good fun. To any listeners who might not be gamers but have a console in the house for some reason, um, it's a fun one to play if you don't really play much games because you just 
you don't really need to do anything mechanically. No, you don't have to have any like story. sort of skill, a sleight of hand or anything no. like that. Do you? It's just but you like, get to, um, you just got to make yeah. decisions. And you live out this horror. So we're going to do that, which will be quite fun. Um, mm. we, we got a bunch of records to do tonight. So shall we stop this jibber jabbering um, and get into the meat and potatoes? Do we have any reviews to read out? I do. I've got one here. Uh, not a review, but a, a comment, right? And this one was on the uh, Stop Maxim doing this Reddick. bullshit, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, this is a nice one. Um, so this was on the Maxim Ledig episode. The, um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his uh, English name now. Max. Uh, Mac, fucking... Mac, Mad, Mad Max. Maxim Ledig. <laughs> uh, Mad Max from Ledig. Um, Magnus Maximus. So the, yeah, this was on the um, a comment actually, as opposed to a review on the Maxon Ledig episode, the um, Magnus Maximus, um, and you need to know the context of this. So basically, if you haven't listened to that episode, we have David Uans Amor Heed as the yeah. intro and outro. So Jack Dunn uh, one commented on that episode and he said, "Recommended pod by a mate. Fucking brilliant." Sorry if I'm not allowed to swear. On my run, <laughs> there's a bastard of a hill. Hit the hill just as Dabs blasted his classic at the end. Flew up it. Cheers, boys. What <laughs> so, a ledge. <laughs> absolutely. Love you, Jack Dunn, mate. Well oh, done. Jack Dunn, what an absolute hero. Yeah. Just uh, running up that hill. Love it. Yeah, just, we, we are. <laughs> this is what people always say about our podcast. It, it spurs them on for physical prowesses. That's what. Yeah, that's and what it's very we, much been an uphill struggle since series one. So, very yeah, good. Very, very <laughs> apt. Very good. Also, I love that. Fucking brilliant. Sorry yeah. if I'm not allowed to swear. <laughs> yeah, I don't I care, though. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah, that's how that's I feel. Kind of, it's kind of uh, rule breaking uh, listeners we have. <laughs> that's the kind of game yeah. we got going. So, yeah, uh, so, so like we said, it's a bit of a spooky thing, which we just realised accidentally. Um, but mm. Jack's going to take us on a little terrifying tale of a, of a Welsh mm. persuasion. So uh, I'm going to throw over to you now, Kaj. Hit us with your best shot. Yes. Fire, Fire away! Callan. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you said that that one came in so high pitched and spooked me, and actually spooked me a little bit. So well done on, on theme. Can I just one tangent? There was one time when I was uh, I I grew up with my granddad. Um, he lived he lived in his house and um, uh, and one time my uh, when when he passed away, we used to use his back room as a beer room. So all the boys used to come over and stay in uh, our yeah, house. I so everyone loved the beer room. It was like one of it was it was a big part of our childhood, and um, which sounds bleak. Um, but but um, uh, one time, my friend was down in the beer room, and I was cooking his bacon for like a hangover breakfast. And I and I can't sing, but I sung. We'll meet again. I don't know when. I don't know where. And I hit the the notes like beautifully. And it was so bizarre. And my friend came out. He walked up. And he went. Was that you singing? I was like, the ghost of that song <laughs> took over my body, and I've never been able to recreate it ever since. But um, maybe we'll, maybe instead of having you listen, to have to listen to me, we'll uh, we'll drop in the actual song when I sung then, because I might kill myself if I ever hear that back. Yeah, couldn't tell the difference, mate. Couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. So yes, today we we got a little spooky tale. One of a spooky tale. It's from. Uh, Welsh folklore, Welsh mythology, which is very in keeping with Calangaev or um, 
Halloween. Um, and this story is called The Demon of Kerigadridion. That's a hell of a mouthful. I'm going to try and practice that a little bit more. Kerigadridion. There we go. Let me make sure I say that right now for the rest of it. But yeah, The Demon of Kerigadridion. Um, and this is one, uh, me, me and Frank have been trying a little bit for a new thing lately where we were trying to, uh, especially with myth- mythological stuff, instead of just sort of reciting what someone else has done, we're sort of we're trying to like write them ourselves a bit, aren't we? I may be explaining that wrong, but uh, sort of take the essence of it and just, yeah, sort of run with ourselves a little bit, add, add our own little flair. So I've tried to do that. Like, like we said before, when I did it for the push episode where uh, mm. it was that story from the Mabinogion, um, the whole point of these, these are tales you're meant to tell and keep telling and keep retelling. There isn't like one set yeah. in stone. So we thought, well, why not we do our own spin on it? And yeah, like we said, there, there aren't no right ways or wrong ways to tell it. So we're yeah, gonna... and certainly back in um, the day, these were told like almost not Chinese whispers, but you were told from generation to generation and they would have had their own retellings and stuff like that. So yeah, we thought we'd adopt that make it a bit more authentic so i've tried that on this one uh hopefully it'll be decent and not dog shit but here we go so it was a cold winter's night <laughs> long ago in kerigadridion oh can the we drop in so, so... can we drop in oh, like barn doors slamming and uh yeah we do proper sound effects make this a proper like uh, yeah a proper story (laughs) the night was so silent that most of the townsfolk awoke when the quiet was pierced by an almighty banging coming from the village church A farmer living across from the church peered out of his window to see its large oak doors smashed through and nothing but an eerily pale face floating in the doorway. The town gathered in dismay and slowly approached the church, their priest leading the way. As the village drew closer, the sallow face grew more ghastly, its eyes gazing upon them, shining in the moonlight like shimmering rubies, its large body still obscured in the shadow of the night. Who are you? What do you want? cried the priest nervously. I'm a demon and I want to eat, growled the face, revealing its forked tongue and beastly teeth as it spoke. The villagers grew fearful, but the pious priest stepped forward. You're no demon, he said. God would not allow such devilry in my church. As soon as the holy man's sentence had ended, he was snatched from where he stood and flung through the darkened doorway of the church as if by some infernal magic. The only sounds that could be heard were that of his screams, for a wet, pulpy tearing turned them to silence. The pale face appeared once more, this time spattered with blood, the red appearing almost black in the moonlight. The villagers were stunned in fear as the devil spoke again. Each night you will feed me, or each night I shall feed on you, it hissed. And with those words the church doors slammed shut. From then on, every night the terrified villagers would leave an offering for the demon, hoping it would be enough to save them from the same fate as the priest. Each night the devil would chastise the villagers, demanding more for the next offering, and night after night the villagers would oblige. Before long the villagers' crops had been picked bare and the livestock slaughtered. The last of their food was given to the demon, and once again he demanded more. But before the doors of the church could shut, a brave villager spoke up. We have no more food to give, demon. What would you have us do? 
If you will not offer me food, I shall feast on the children of your village, starting with the youngest. Bring the babe to me tomorrow night, demanded the demon. The villagers were distraught at the thought of sacrificing their own children to the devil in the church. With time of the essence and enough desperation to cast their judgments aside, a brave few went to seek the advice of an old witch who lived on the hill just outside the village. The witch went by the name Cunhuth. When they arrived, it was as if the witch already knew why they had come. I know you seek the means to chain the devil and pull him from these lands, said the old crone, wizened and shabby. I'll tell you how, but you must do three things for me in return. The villagers would surely do anything to see this demon ousted from their home, and eagerly asked the witch what she wanted of them. Firstly, she croaked, once it is done, you shall refer to me as the wise woman of Kerigidridion. You will no longer refer to me as witch. The villagers agreed. Secondly, she continued, you will no longer burn my covenly sisters and those like me at the stake. There was a time the villagers would have hesitated at such a demand, but that time was long gone. They agreed once more. And thirdly, she began, once the church is clear, you will build a tavern and all will be welcome within it. The villagers agreed for the third time, and so the wise woman of Kerig Adridion shared her knowledge. She's that kind of witch, making everyone make a I, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mate, this is what this is what clued me into the story. When I saw that bit, I was like, oh yes, she's she's a boozer like us, boys. <laughs> yeah. Just don't call me a witch. <laughs> She'll call me a goddamn witch. So we always like, yeah. Um, First, you'll need to tempt the beast from the church, she said. You'll need to find the most beautiful woman in your village to coax this devil. And Aira Wynne is the perfect girl for the job. Once he's outside, you'll need to bind him with the sturdiest chain your blacksmith can forge, cooled in holy water. Once he's bound, no man will have the strength to carry him away. Seek the great twin oxes that graze on the moor, the Dai Achain Banaug. Only they have the strength to heave the demon from this place. The villagers set to work right away. The blacksmith and his apprentices forged the biggest, strongest chains they'd ever seen, cooled in holy water just as Cunhush had told them. The woodsmen of the village felt the largest tree surrounding the village and with them constructed a giant sled for the Dayachim Banau to pull the devil with. The best huntsmen searched for the great oxes on the Banau moors and drew the Dayachim Banau back to the village. The seamstresses sewed the most seductive dress for Eirawin, making sure it would catch the demon's eye, while others bathed her and brushed her hair with the finest smelling oils. All was set as night drew in, and even Cunhush came down from a hill to watch events unfold. As it neared the offering time and the church doors swung open, Eira, scantily clad in her new attire, approached the doorway, but stopped as if she was tending the flowers a few yards before the entrance. The demon, a creature of primal vice, could not refuse such beauty and lunged from the holy house at the fair maiden. The creature was large and pale like a dead giant devoid of blood, its sharp claws lunging for Aira, its crimson eyes fixed only on her. Before the devil could strike, the largest men of the village flung the giant holy chains around the beast and pulled them tight. The chains hissed as they touched the beast's skin. You cannot take me from this place, hissed the demon, and I will break free from these chains soon enough. The huntsman brought forth a giant oxen, and while the devilish creature flailed and screeched, the villagers hitched him to the die Achim Banaug, who strained enough to pull the demon onto the sled. Once he was secure, they chained the sled to the mighty oxen and they slowly but surely pulled him from the village. 
The villagers cheered as the devil left their hometown, but as they watched, they saw the Dayachim Banau continue to pull the screaming devil further and further, eventually reaching a great lake. The two ox, knowing the magic of the world, knew the lake as a gateway to the netherworld, Anun, and so pulled the devil on his sled into the water, deeper and deeper, until both the demon and the Dayachim Banau were submerged. The demon of Kerigadridion was never seen again, along with the brave ox that took him from the world. The village named the lake Llynaddaiachain, the lake of the two oxen. Today you can still see the ruts made by the sled as it took the demon to his watery end. There we are, that's all that, basically. I kind of went through that quite quick. but uh. no, it's, no, it's, uh, I, So I'm going to do some episodes um, about Welsh folklore as well, and uh, Anoin, uh, the, the other world, or the... the the it's like the demon world or spirit world. It's like yeah, um, it's like spirit world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, so those are things you said in there. I cover in uh, well, the, I have similar stuff in one of my episodes. Um, mm. I didn't realize oxen were such a big part of Welsh folklore. <laughs> the the yeah, ox normally, come back I, into I'd never it a lot. heard of these these big bag, bad oxen boys. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, I got there's some... also another little tangent I saw in it. I read about in this is that because Wen, the sort of the the buxom girl yeah. that tempted the devil, that's Snow White in in, oh, in English. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. I couldn't find any like thing of uh, like actual tangent to the Brothers Grimm tale. Yeah. but I thought that was just interesting nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So Ada Wynn, Snow White, um, hot, an absolute certified babe. Yeah, basically, <laughs> she was too hot, so hot a babe that fucking devil boy in the church was like, I gotta yeah. have a piece of this. I gotta and have left a go. the safety of the church. I yeah. gotta have a go, bro. <laughs> I definitely gotta have a go. She lush, she absolutely lush. When you described yeah. her as like a pale big thing, I thought, oh, you're slamming us here. <laughs> yeah, a pale, big, schlubby mess. <laughs> Got a can of bow in his hand. Yeah, yeah. idiot, stupid. <laughs> well, that was our spooky tale for all Halloween. I hope it wasn't too spooky for you. <laughs> yeah. um, but we're going to do a little mini series of uh, of Welsh folklore for the next few episodes. Um, yeah, we've um, actually because all this, although this one will coincide with. Um, uh, Spooktober, I hate it. October uh, 29th, Spock-tober? whatever. No, October 31st, even. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. she Don't even dumb. know the date. Um, yeah. I know. I just, what is it? I put up my calendar on my computer, and the first thing I saw was 29th. It must be 29th. <laughs> anyway. Um, so this one will coincide with, with Spooktober. But um, the next, I think we got three, four, I'm not sure anymore, but we've got a few episodes, but they think of them as a series to do with Halloween, mythology, spooky yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're going to, we're doing, so yeah, we're covering like oral tradition or oral history for the next few episodes. Um, and if you don't like that, you can fucking shove it up your ass because that's what we're the doing. Clip okay. of, uh, Austin Powers going, oral, baby, <laughs> in there as well at some point. <laughs> Bye, love. Don't forget, Mr. Perez, later you have a brief oral exam. Well, I hope it's mostly oral and not too brief, baby. You know, brief and oral exam. <laughs> right. Well, um, should we wrap up this episode as a as a, a little a quick a smaller episode than usual? But this is just our mm. our brief Halloween special. Yeah, it's about, it's got a demon in it, so that's how it's Halloween, <laughs> all right? 
<laughs> yeah, you stupid idiots. Um, oh, we forgot okay. to say as well. Yeah, give us the um, the five star reviews and shit like that. Uh, let us know what you think of the pod. Blah blah blah. We've got a little donation link in the description if you fancy helping out with fees and shit like that and supporting our our little awesome pod, my lord. Yeah. Then you can you can help out that way. Yeah, and we'd be ever so grateful. And if you if not, if you can't spare any shekels, um just send it on to your mates like uh our our old uh, Jack Dunn's best mate did for him. So we'd be ever so grateful. Exactly. exactly. So dear Granddark, give us some reviews. We love you loads. Um keep up yeah, <laughs> keep being you. And don't be too spooked out by Spooktober. Yeah, don't scare yourself too much by listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did the mesh. <laughs> We'll meet again Don't know where Don't know when But I know we'll meet again Some sunny day Keep smiling just like you always do Till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away So will you please say hello To the folks that I know Tell them I won't be long They'll be happy to know that as you saw me go, I was singing this song. We meet again, don't know where, don't know where.